Welcome to Recloseted Radio. This is a podcast for sustainable fashion conversations. Whether you're a consumer or a sustainable fashion brand owner, we have a lot of resources just for you. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you and equip you with the knowledge to help write the harmful fashion industry. Running a successful and profitable sustainable fashion brand doesn't have to be stressful, overwhelming, and cause you to burn out all the time. Contrary to popular belief, having a widely successful brand that's growing year over year and achieving record-breaking sales doesn't mean that you as the founder or as a business owner needs to be constantly stressed, overworked, overwhelmed, and stay up at night with worry. And I'm really, really excited about today's episode because I'm going to deep dive into how you can grow and scale your brand without all of those negative emotions that typically come with owning a business. Over the years, I've worked, chatted, and met with hundreds of sustainable fashion brands and realized that so many brands aren't sure about how they can go about increasing their sales and truly growing their brand. I find that a lot of slow fashion founders struggle from three problems. The first problem is an emotional problem. So from an emotional perspective, they are burning out, first of all, because they are doing everything under the sun themselves. They are designing, they are packaging shipping orders, they're thinking about the long-term strategy of their company, they're doing the marketing plan, they're doing their bookkeeping, and the list goes on and on and on. And because they're doing so many things, they're very overworked, and more often than not, they're unfortunately also burning out. From an emotional perspective, this is not a great place to be in. So that's typically the first problem I see. The second problem I see is a habits problem. A lot of slow fashion founders know what they need to work on and what they need to get done, but when it comes to the day-to-day reality of running their business, more often than not, they are putting out fires all the time and then neglecting their priorities or what their focus should really be on. And then what ends up happening is that they feel really annoyed at themselves because they haven't got done what they need to get done from a priorities perspective because maybe they were dealing with an urgent customer inquiry or an urgent manufacturing issue that popped up. And there's just all these little fires that can pop up as you own a brand. And so it is really common for focuses and priorities to be pushed off to the side because you're trying to constantly firefight and deal with situations that pop up at hand. And the last problem I commonly see is more of a frustration problem. I just overviewed some negative emotions that a lot of sustainable fashion brand owners go through, such as burnout, overwhelm, and constant stress. And then I also talked about how slow fashion founders often are firefighting. And all of this can lead to the third problem, which is frustration, because a lot of these brand owners feel like they're spending so much time running their brand, and they are. However, they really feel that they're not yielding the results that they want. 
What's happening is that they're spending so much time, energy, and resources into their brand, but they're not working smart. Rather, they're working hard. They're not getting the results they want. And then, worst of all, when they look up and see potentially some of their colleagues, their competitors, etc., it seems like they're doing really, really great. And then there's this whole vicious cycle of envy and this whole vicious cycle of. Why isn't this happening to me? Despite me working so hard, and you know, always thinking about working on my brand, and so this is not a great place to be in, right? Like you're constantly stressed, you're constantly overworked, and you just feel that whatever you're doing isn't really generating the results you want. I really wanted to help combat these problems and give you a few pointers on how you can get yourself out of this vicious cycle and out of this rut, because. This situation is not a good place to be in because in this situation, it's going to be really hard for you to be the business owner you need to be in order to scale your brand and in order to make it successful and profitable. If you resonate with one or even all three of the problems I had just talked about, so again, the fact that you're having emotional issues because you're burning out and you're stressed. Or the fact that you don't have great habits right now because you're constantly putting out fires and you're not focusing on your priorities. Or lastly, the fact that you're just so frustrated because you're working harder and not smarter. Then please listen up because there are three things that I'm going to share with you that I feel like will really help you get out of these three problems and scale your brand. And for each of the three strategies and tips I'm going to share with you, there's also some actions I want you to do as well, so that you are able to follow along and really get the most out of these strategies. My first strategy and tip that I really want you to take away is the fact that your time is valuable, and I'm going to say it again because it is so important: your time is valuable. When you first started your brand. You were likely a solopreneur that did everything yourself. You took on product design. You met with your manufacturers or production partners. You ran your Instagram account. You potentially did all the backend shipping stuff on Shopify. You answered emails. It was all on you to manage, and you did everything. Most business owners and businesses start out that way, and it is a good experience for the founder to have because you get to touch everything that goes on in your business, so that when you grow and when you outsource, you know what activities the people that you're hiring to do are doing, and you're familiar with that, and you can help them with things that come up. But at one point, you will grow to the point where this is no longer feasible for you because if everything has to go through you and everything is managed by you, there will come a point where you're spread so thin that you're going to start dropping the ball, and there's going to be deadlines that you need to meet that you can't possibly meet because there's just so much on your plate. This is just a recipe for burnout because there's so much on your plate. There's so much that you're juggling, and there's so much you need to remember and keep in mind. If you want to grow and scale your business, though, to multiple six figures and beyond, you need to start freeing up your time to do things that really move the needle in your business and cause you to reach that next level in sales and profitability and growth. Like you need to start freeing up your time and recognizing that you can't be doing everything under the sun. You, as a founder, need to really focus on things that will drive the needle and really significantly impact your business. 
this shift of valuing your time and slowly starting to outsource work will not happen overnight, but one thing you can start to do is to put a dollar figure on your time. For example, if you think your time is worth $100 an hour, let's say, then is it in your brand's best interest to have you spend potentially five hours, which equates to $500, packing and shipping orders? Or is that five hours better spent thinking about your company's sales strategy or developing the marketing plan? Right. And so it's really important to start valuing your time and putting a dollar figure on it, because I often find that makes it a little bit more concrete as to what you should be focusing on as the founder and as the brand owner. Here are some action items and a mini exercise I want you to go through. First of all, assign a dollar figure to your time. What is your hourly rate? And keep in mind, you can always increase it later. In the example I just gave, I theoretically just came up with the $100 an hour rate, but you can totally make it higher or lower depending on what you think makes sense. But I often find that putting a dollar figure to your time really helps you quantify how valuable your time is. And again, like if you're still packaging and shipping orders or potentially if you're still doing customer inquiry emails and you're spending hours and hours a week on it, Really think about if that is the best use of your time and the best use of the business's budget, right? So let's just pretend that you're going to be paying yourself a salary based on what you're doing. Is it in the business's best interest to hire you to do it? Or should the business hire someone else at a lower hourly rate to complete this? Okay, and then after you have your hourly rate, I want you to think of and brainstorm some tasks that now seem expensive for you to do and not the best use of your time. And I want you to make a list of at least five items. I had just talked about packaging and shipping orders. I also talked about customer inquiry emails. Some other things that you might be doing are things like answering Instagram DMs or even potentially setting up at marketplaces. So just think about a list of things that you do right now and then think about if it is the best use of your time. And I want you to come up with at least five things. Now that we talked about the first strategy and tip, which is the fact that your time is valuable, You might be going, okay, that's fine, Selena, and I get it, but there's still so much work that needs to get done, and just because I'm not doing it doesn't mean that it can't be done. That leads me into my second strategy and tip, which is the fact that you need to learn how to give up control. Now that you know that your time is valuable and you have assigned a dollar figure to your time and you have identified at least five items that are not making sense for you to be doing, I want you to be able to give up control and have someone else do it. Essentially, I want you to outsource this work. Now that you have determined some tasks that don't make sense for you to do, I totally understand that the work still needs to be done. So this is when you find someone else to complete them. If you're low on budget, see if you can get a loved one such as a family or a close friend that could help you in exchange for an IOU, complimentary product or something like that. Alternatively, you could also hire a part-time contractor or an intern to lend you a helping hand with the tasks that you have identified depending on what they are. If you've never outsourced work before, I know it can be scary. 
I totally get that your brand is your baby and you might not trust anyone else to run your social media, talk to your customers, or ship your orders. However, if you want to grow and scale your brand, you need to get additional resources on board to help you achieve your goals. It is not possible for you to scale and grow your brand just by yourself. You need people on board that can help you. The key, though, is to bring on people you trust and you know will do a good job and spend the necessary time training them so that those people that you're bringing onto your team are set up for success. Here are some actions for this strategy and tip. The first thing I want you to do is to identify who can help you with the tasks that you previously just identified that it doesn't make sense for you to do. I want you to start brainstorming who could help you. Is it a loved one or do you want to hire someone externally like a contractor, a part-time intern? Who do you think can help you with some of those tasks that you no longer feel make sense for you to do? Next, if it makes sense and you want to hire someone, start developing a job posting that you may need to recruit someone. And if you want additional tips on how to outsource work, build a small team, then make sure you snag your spot to the complimentary masterclass training I'm doing. The link to do so is www.readclaws.com training, and it's also going to be in the show notes. But in this masterclass training, it's going to be stocked full of tips and strategies on how you can scale your brand to multiple six figures and beyond. And one of the things we are going to be talking about is outsourcing work and how to do it properly. So make sure you register. It's completely free, but we do have limited capacity due to technology constraints. So I don't want you to miss out. So make sure you register ASAP. Before we get into the last and final strategy, this podcast episode is sponsored by our brand new program called the Conscious Apparel Accelerator. The Conscious Apparel Accelerator, or CAA, is a 12-week application-only program exclusively meant for sustainable fashion brands, and the goal of this program is to scale these fashion brands to multiple six figures. In this 12-week program, we are giving you the strategies, the knowledge, the support, and the community you need to successfully scale your brand. And you're going to be getting mentorship directly from me. This is Selena that's talking to you. All the course material is online. There's going to be three modules dedicated on sales, marketing, and outsourcing and growing your team. And then in addition to all of the knowledge, you're going to be having bi-weekly calls with myself, which is awesome because you can ask me any questions you have. And then you're also going to be given a lot of awesome bonuses like exclusive production scaling content, exclusive like done for you templates. And there's so much value in this program. The program has over $15,000 worth of value and content and strategies. I am so excited to bring this to the masses and to be able to scale more sustainable fashion brands because I know you guys deserve it and you guys are genuinely doing good. So we have over $15,000 worth of value. The actual program cost is a fraction of that. And to find out more information about CAA, visit www.reclosa.com scale. And I will also have the link in the show notes. 
And on that page, again, you'll find more information, but there's also a link to apply to the program as well. So make sure you apply. It should only take you 10 to 15 minutes. And yeah, we wish you luck. If it is a good fit, we will definitely reach out to you. And I cannot wait to potentially work with you and support your brand. Okay, and the last and final strategy is the fact that you need to surround yourself with the right people. You might have heard that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and I totally agree with that and think it's really, really true. If you're surrounded by people that are working nine to five jobs and you are the only person that's an entrepreneur, then it's likely going to be really lonely and isolating for you. Similarly, if you're surrounded by quote-unquote starving artists or entrepreneurs that haven't made it or haven't hit six figures in their business yet, you likely won't either because you're going to be limited by their beliefs and you're going to be limited by their activities. And what you really need in your life are some expanders or people that you can look up to and can be your role models to show you what's possible and what's doable if you really put your mind to it and you work hard. In other words, you need to have people in your life that have scaled their business to six figures or people that have successfully grown in scale and potentially sold their brands. Like you want to make sure you're surrounded by people that expand your viewpoints and inspire you. It's also so important to have friends or accountability buddies that know what your goal is and can help push you towards it. And lastly, it is also equally important to have mentors that can guide you and help prevent mistakes so that you can escalate your growth. Here's your last mini exercise slash questions for you to think through. First of all, see if there's any entrepreneur friends that you might have or can make and reach out to see if you can start a mastermind group. The point of a mastermind group is that you can meet either weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, but essentially you get together and you just chat through any updates or problems or what you're going through so that you can hold each other accountable. Additionally, if you're lacking some mentors or people in your life that show you what's possible and can quote-unquote be your expanders, then I highly recommend you check out other episodes of our Recloseted Radio podcast because I interview a lot of successful sustainable fashion entrepreneurs and people in the industry. So it could be really good for you to just listen to other episodes and get inspired from them so that they can show you what's really possible and doable. And then of course, if you are interested in the right strategies, the right tips, and being with other amazing slow fashion brand owners, make sure you check out our CAA program as well because the whole point of the Conscious Apparel Accelerator is to bring together like-minded, go-getter slow fashion founders that are really willing to put in the work and looking to scale to the next level. So again, highly recommend you check out the program. The link is www.recloseted.com scale. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to working with the cohort of brands. In summary, I want you to first of all, recognize that your time is valuable and that you need to make sure that everything you're doing drives the needle for your business and you need to focus. Secondly, you need to start giving up control. Again, you cannot be doing everything under the sun because that is a one-way ticket to burnout. So you need to start outsourcing work and giving it to other people to complete. And last but not least, 
you need to really make sure that you are surrounding yourself with the right people that can motivate and inspire you and show you what is possible. I'm also really excited to have shared these strategies with you today, and I cannot wait to hear what you think. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please do take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted, and I would love to hear some of your big takeaways. In the next podcast episode, I'm going to continue to talk about how you can successfully scale your brand, and I'm going to be talking about the number one mistake I see slow fashion founders making and how you can avoid it. I'm really excited for this episode to drop, so I will talk to you then in that episode, which will be dropped next week. If you learned a lot in this episode and you enjoyed it, make sure you take a screenshot of yourself listening to this episode and upload it to your Instagram stories and tag us at Recloseted if you haven't already. Also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so that new episodes are automatically downloaded every time they are released. Lastly, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a positive rating and review if you think we deserve it. That helps us get found and then we can really help further our sustainable fashion message. Thanks for listening and together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.